0: Coming up next on the Holistic Wealth Podcast. You know, when you make a a large purchase or an investment, ask yourself, is this making me more financially resilient? is it is it and and how is it making me more financial resilient financial resilience is something that we also need to focus on during these turbulent times because we need to focus on being able to weather those storms and being able to bounce back you're listening to the holistic wealth podcast with host keisha blair author of holistic wealth and founder of the institute on holistic wealth And now, here's your host, Keisha Blair. Welcome to the Holistic Wealth Podcast, and it's great to be with you again. One more week for the Holistic Wealth Podcast, and we're here to discuss a very important topic, weekly habits to increase your financial confidence. And it's such a relevant topic, given what's going on in the global economy and in our local cities and communities, all over the world. And so it's amazing that we can share these tips and strategies so that we can all benefit. And so before I go on, I just want to state that this episode of the Holistic Wealth podcast is sponsored by the Institute on Holistic Wealth. And you can check out the website for a range of resources, as well as our various courses, most notably for this podcast. Is the Trauma of Money certification as well as the Certified Holistic Wealth Consultant Program? Both of those certification programs on the Institute are so relevant to this episode and are so good for boosting financial confidence as well as our holistic healing course. So, just to move on and into the topic, like it's so pertinent given high inflation, what's going on in the global economy. And the fact that interest rates are still on the rise in some of our countries in Canada, we had an increase just last week. And I know all around the world, people are, are worried. I think there's so many surveys that have come out that have stated that people's financial confidence has plummeted through COVID-19 and with job losses and just the state of the economy and what's going on. People feel that loss of control, that loss of power, so we're here with this episode today to discuss how we can get some of that power back in our lives, how we can feel more empowered and, and confident with our money, even with what's going on. And even despite, you know, what's going on out there, we can have some sense of control, some sense of purpose with our money. And cause I always say purpose drives money and how we can, you know, get that confidence back. So it's amazing that in general, women, have a hard time talking about money, have a hard time, a more difficult time than men dealing with money in general. That's what, you know, all the surveys and statistics show. And so there's one statistic that says 80% of women hold back from talking about money with family and friends. And yet 92% of women want to learn more about financial planning. And that's according to a survey by Fidelity Investments. So several surveys have come out just on how in general, not just for women, but for so many people, their financial confidence just plummeted during COVID-19. And there's so many different reasons, you know, why people are not feeling, you know, as confident with their money as they should, which is unfortunate because it can have such an impact, right, on our financial goals and our financial lives, But the important thing is to recognize, become self-aware and just get started, right? Just to get started. So I just want to go into some tips, you know, and these are weekly habits. So we're talking about 10 weekly habits that can increase financial confidence. Now, overall, just in general, I just want to say what's so important is knowing your personal financial identity, And in my book, Holistic Wealth, in the new and expanded version, there's a whole entire chapter on that. There's an entire chapter on personal financial identity. And it's so critical for increasing your financial confidence. Because can you imagine if you don't know your financial identity? That completely, there's a direct correlation between not knowing and having low financial confidence. So there's a free quiz that I developed. For those of you who are listening in for the very first time to this podcast, the free quiz is available on the Institute on Holistic Wealth website, www.instituteonholisticwealth.com. It's free. It takes two minutes and you can instantly find out your financial identity. Now, during COVID-19, over 3000 people took this quiz. And on this very podcast, so many of our guests have talked about their results, how accurate they are and just what they, they, they do, you know, in terms of how it guides their philosophy, their spending, their investing. So check out some episodes of this podcast and go, go on the website, take the quiz, know your personal financial identity. It's critical for increasing your financial confidence and it's also critical for financial self Actualization. And I've been doing a lot of work around that just recently. And knowing your personal financial identity is critical for financial self actualization. And that's one of, it's kind of like if you think about that pyramid, it forms the basis of everything, just of everything. So it's so important. So a lot of people also suffer from financial anxiety and i just wanted to say just up front that financial anxiety and i've done several episodes on that that you can check out in addition to money trauma because financial anxiety will affect your financial confidence just think about it if you're always worried if you're always anxious about money then you won't be as confident right in your spending decisions your investment decisions so Self-awareness and just knowing if you are experiencing that is critical. It's so critical if you're experiencing financial anxiety. And if you think you have money trauma, if you think you have money trauma, you also need to deal with it. Unresolved money trauma can lead to so many things in our lives. It's unbelievable how important it is to deal with unresolved money trauma. And there's some ways you can know. If you have money trauma, disassociation, you know, hypervigilance around money, always feeling anxious, you can trace in that money trauma certification, actually teach students to trace their disruption timelines and just see what were the financial implications of all those big, huge, you know, setbacks that you had in life. And you'll know, you'll know if you have it. And of course, if you need help, just reach out to us and we'll help you with that. But Money trauma, unresolved money trauma, financial anxiety, all of these things also lead to a lack of money confidence. So I just wanted to lay that out before we get into, you know, specific tips and strategies, although, you know, that's also included, also included in the things we need to do. So we need to get busy. We need to get busy doing the work of really unraveling ourselves and our money stories. Right. And really digging deep inside to think about how we're going to increase that financial confidence and, and develop, you know, really good habits that we can do that. And so. Financial affirmations, I want to start there because so much of this work is is mindset based. So much of this work is mindset based. And so financial affirmations actually are very good you know, to practice on a weekly basis. So if we're talking about weekly habits, then these are some weekly things that we can do. And they're so easy. They're so easy to do, you know, just as we're even driving to run an errand or driving to work or dropping kids off. You can repeat financial affirmations to yourself as you're, you're jogging or you're walking. And, and so what are financial affirmations? So financial affirmations... Are just short sayings that you can tell yourself about money. And some people call them money mantras or even abundance affirmations. But the purpose is really to help you build your financial confidence and, you know, get you in that frame of mind, that positive frame of mind that you can achieve your goals. And it really does help. I spoke about having good mantras in holistic wealth as well, just in general, right? Not only money mantras, but otherwise. And I actually have holistic wealth mantras, because, as we know, right, all of this in our lives is interdependent. It's not just the money, it's about our mental health, our emotional health, our spiritual health, our physical health and how we're feeling, and all of that does drive how we feel about money. It drives our decisions. So holistic wealth mantras: always a good thing, and always to keep top of mind. So here are some examples of some financial affirmations or money affirmations that you can tell yourself, and you can write these down. As you're listening to this episode and you can go and do some extra research on your own and write down your favorite money mantras, write down the ones that really speak to your heart and speak to your soul and the ones that you know will get you really, really revved up, right, to start achieving your financial goals. So just here are a few that I'll give you in this episode. And of course, you can add to your list after this episode is done. So I deserve abundance. I deserve abundance. I deserve wealth. I control money. Money doesn't control me. So I control money. Money doesn't control me. Money flows to me easily and naturally. Money flows to me easily and naturally. So those are just a few examples of some financial affirmations that are really good in helping Building financial confidence. And when we talk about building financial confidence, let's look out for some affirmations that really help with that. And of course, if you have other areas in terms of your relationship with money that you want to build, then really look out for affirmations that help you get there, the ones that really speak to your need right now. And of course, that's unique to all of us. So there's no one size fits all approach, and you'll know the ones that really speak to your heart and soul. The second thing that I want to talk about is, you know, sitting down and doing the work in terms of money date nights. Now, that's something that I've been talking about recently as well. Couples can do this together. And if you're single, you can do it alone. It's a great exercise to do alone as well. And money date nights are so good for so many reasons, because we set aside the time And really treat it like a date with yourself or a date with your significant other. Set aside the time when you're relaxed, when you're in the mood, when you're feeling good, (laughs) and really commit to going through your financial goals, your weekly or monthly spending. Take out those spreadsheets, your budget, refresh them. Look at everything that you have. And really go through them on a weekly basis. See how you're doing. And the personal, the Holistic Wealth Personal Workbook has some worksheets in there that you can use as a template. You can use those as a template for your money date nights. And you can, you know, sit down with your resources, your templates, your worksheets, and really go through it with your significant other or with yourself and just really do the work. And it's a good financial habit. Increase your confidence. As a couple, it's unbelievable too how beneficial it is because statistics show that 80% of couples have different money mindsets and different approaches to money and different approaches to money decision making. So, can you imagine if all of us, as statistics show, have different money mindsets? And we're trying to build and plan our financial lives. But yet still, we're so different in terms of our approach, in terms of our decision making. We have to sit down and do the work, get on the same page, get on track and really commit to doing this and really commit once you know, you know, your personal financial identity and your spouses to really harness the strengths of each. Because when you come together, you'll harness the strengths of each And you'll know how to split those roles and responsibilities to maximize, maximize your financial goals. And it's unbelievable what can happen once you start to do that. It's groundbreaking. And so the third thing is money mindfulness. And I speak about this a lot in Holistic Wealth as well in the book, because mindfulness and money mindfulness is so important once. We're going about our daily lives. We're busy because most times that we spend, we do so in a state of stress and busyness under duress. And sometimes we're not maximizing those money decisions. So before you make a purchase or before you spend, think, do I really need this? How is this going to add to my financial resilience? And I mean, there's those small things that you need in the moment that you have to get and it's okay, right? but I'm talking about bigger spending over a certain amount and you'll know what that amount is for you based on your budget. But it's also good to practice money mindfulness to always be present with yourself and think, okay, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Is this a stress response or is this a genuine need? Is it a response to how I'm feeling in the moment or because somebody else is pressuring me to do this or because I feel like I have to live up to the Joneses? Just really be present with yourself and think about what you're doing because mindlessness and making decisions in a state of mindlessness, as I state in holistic wealth, can really have dire consequences, especially when you think that each and every one of us makes over 50,000 decisions every single day. Can you imagine we make over 50,000 decisions each and every single day? So if we're doing that mindlessly, can you imagine the repercussions? over time it's huge so another tip and strategy a weekly habit and we talked about money date nights and that's fine another weekly habit and it's related but it's fine is to really look at your numbers really study your bank accounts and your credit card bills and your other bills that are coming in because so often we're so busy in life so so busy in life and the days are so short right? It seems like there's never enough time, but we're going to have to make the time and make it a weekly habit to really look at those numbers. I'm talking about bank statements. I'm talking about credit cards, your loans, and really look, especially in this high interest rate period, really look at what those loan amounts are, how they're growing, and your interest rates because it can really catch up. And then before you know it, you're like, oh my gosh, I wasn't even paying the minimum balance. I wasn't even tracking this. We need to track everything. And that's another weekly habit that we all need to do. Another one is financial literacy and financial education. Now, even though some people, even though you might be very good with your money, it's always good to be learning. It's always good to keep learning even more and getting more perspectives, especially as the economy changes, right? Especially as things are moving so rapidly with technology and you're hearing about all these different things you're hearing about cryptocurrency, you're hearing about bitcoin, you're hearing about so many different things. It's always good to keep learning and there's some ways that we can build healthy financial habits through this on a weekly basis. Number 1, listening into podcasts. Just have your favorite podcasts ready on a weekly basis. For instance, this podcast is released weekly on a Monday and of course you can tune into other money related or financial related podcasts during the week and just pick your top podcasts. And it's amazing how that information can give you that financial confidence and doing it on a weekly basis before you know it, you'll have such a boost in your financial confidence. And there's always something to gain, right? There's even one lesson that you can pick out of each podcast episode that you can take with you throughout the week or that you can share with a friend or a spouse or a colleague. And, and that's amazing. Another one is, you know, just reading, just broadening uh, your library of books. And I know a lot of us females tend to love, you know, a specific genre. We love romance. There's other types of books, but just add, add a few money related books to your library as well and commit to, say, reading one every every now and then to increase or to learn a new perspective. I'm a trained economist, and I've worked in the field for a very long time, and there's always so much we can learn. The other thing is courses. I've had students take all of our courses, and I've watched them grow, and I've watched them write books, and I've watched them deliver workshops now. And, and it's amazing what courses can do for you. And So many courses are online and self-paced now. You can do them at your own leisure. and, And of course, they also build your financial confidence. If you have issues like financial anxiety and money trauma, for instance, where you need to go deep, you even need to go deeper than just a book, then courses are absolutely, absolutely, absolutely helpful. So is to like speaking to a therapist, a financial therapist or speaking to a financial advisor, or just speaking to your coach like a life coach. And so courses help you to go far deeper than podcasts and books, as you can imagine, far deeper into the material and allow you to go deeper with your own relationship with money. And of course, feel free to check out the Institute on Holistic Wealth, that Trauma of Money Certification because that also helps build financial confidence and also get rid of money trauma and change, transform your relationship with money. So I'll move on to the other tip, the holistic wealth method and mindset that I've outlined in the book in holistic wealth is the antidote. It really is amazing in terms of getting rid of those feelings of anxiety and trauma when it comes on to money. So it helps to build your financial confidence and the holistic wealth method that I've outlined in the book is so good to practice on a daily and weekly basis to develop those good financial habits. So before you make a purchase or an investment, think about and ask yourself, will this add to my holistic wealth portfolio? And in what way will it add? And be intentional about asking yourself each time, am I adding to my holistic wealth portfolio or am I depleting? Am I depleting it? Right. So that's also another tip and strategy that I think is very beneficial. It's something that I do and I get my students to do all the time to practice because we're building healthy financial habits. Now we're building healthy financial habits. Another thing, a tip and strategy that I want to mention is focusing on financial resilience and it's related to that one I just uh, mentioned to the holistic wealth method and mindset. So, you know, when you make a a large purchase or an investment, ask yourself, is this making me more financially resilient? Is it is it and and how is it making me more financially resilient? And I have so many resources on financial resilience and if you need to reach out to me, feel free. As I've said before, and if you're listening in for the first time, my email is info at KeishaBlair.com and you can also reach out through the Institute. But financial resilience is something that we also need to focus on during these turbulent times because we need to focus on being able to weather those storms and being able to bounce back. And there's a whole slew of strategies in that that. I won't be able to get through in this episode, but you can connect with previous episodes. And the book, the new Holistic Wealth Expanding and Updated book, has an entire chapter on financial resilience. It's really geared to getting you to master the art of recovery from disruption. So if you haven't gotten a copy of that book, just get that copy you can order it right now as you're listening or when you finish listening to this episode, you can get that along with the Holistic Wealth Personal Workbook. Another strategy, commit to reducing. There's so many of us that go throughout life, right? Just in denial about our finances, in denial about you know our personal situations or what's coming down the pipeline or even the family finances or about debt. Commit to really reducing that and really facing that head on, whether it's debt through mortgages or loans or what have you, uh, student loans, uh, credit card debt, focus on that weekly habit of really tuning into that and knowing what that status is and what we really need to do to reduce it. And so that leads me into the next one. Focus on your relationship with money. How is your relationship with money? When you hear the words money, how does it make you feel? Does it make you feel nauseous? <laughs> does it make your head hurt? Does it give you butterflies? Does it make you think, no, change the topic, please. Let's talk about something more exciting, something more hopeful. Change that relationship with money and start that, those weekly habits. Some of them I mentioned before because in all the tips before, we're working towards that, right? It's working towards changing your relationship with money so we can become more confident with our finances. And so I've mentioned before drafting money mission statements. And that's a key activity that you can do starting today, drafting your money mission statement and the personal, the Holistic Wealth Personal Workbook has uh, case studies on drafting mission statements. And of course you can tailor that to your unique situation and you can revisit these mission statements on a monthly basis or however you need to revisit them because you can have sub-mission statements underneath. You can draft your family mission statement in addition to your individual mission statements. There's so many things that it's good for. It's a real bedrock of your holistic wealth portfolio. And so that holistic wealth portfolio I want to end with is something that I'm hoping everyone has a chance to craft. The Institute on Holistic Wealth specializes in that. That's what we help our students to craft. That's what we train certified holistic wealth consultants to help other people craft. And it's really transforming when you have that. It's like this cohesive portfolio that you have that you keep updating and it gives you a sense of your financial resilience. We can actually help you craft your financial resilience score from that. So I hope you got some good takeaways from this episode today. It was amazing just going through these different tips and strategies with you to help you build financial confidence. I always love to hear from listeners of the podcast. And if you want to reach out, feel free to reach out at info at KeishaBlair.com. If there's a topic or a subtopic to this that you'd want me to speak to, I would be happy to hear from you. And as always... It's the beginning of the week and this is how we kick off our weeks on this podcast, which is amazing, right? Because we're sharing with each other how we can build financial confidence. And, you know, it really is a good start to the week. And I wish you guys all the best. Lots of love to you for the rest of the week. And I'm hoping that this helps in terms of... Kickstarting or increasing, right? That positive relationship with money and with building financial confidence. So have a great week, everyone, and lots of love. The Holistic Wealth Podcast with Keisha Blair is brought to you by Have you joined the Institute on Holistic Wealth? If you haven't already, what are you waiting for? Choose your membership plan at the Institute on Holistic Wealth slash memberships to join. As a member, you'll get access to free worksheets, advice, coaching, and an intentional design workshop. As you start to live a more holistically wealthy lifestyle, you'll want to stay for a very long time. So go to Institute on Holistic Wealth memberships to join. If you haven't read the book yet, pick up a copy of the award-winning best-selling Holistic Wealth 36 Life Lessons to help you recover from disruption, find your life purpose, and achieve financial freedom. i